Uh-oh, stream time alert. Woo, woo, woo. You know what that sound means. It's now streaming. Well, gotta stream. I'm too old for this stream. Welcome to Now Streaming. Now Streaming on Now Streaming, where we learn what we are now streaming. Now you gotta ask yourself, did I watch three movies or four? I came in to do two things. Shoot bubblegum and tell you what I've been streaming. And I'm all out of bubblegum. I got you for 15 minutes. You can't handle the stream. I'll stream what she's streaming. I streamed you, Bruce. I streamed you. It ain't about how hard you can stream. It's about how hard you can get stream and keep streaming forward. That's how streaming is done. I could have been a streamer. What we've got here is a failure to stream. We're streaming along because it's now streaming time. How do you spell that? Now, now streaming. streaming. This week on Now Streaming. Welcome to Now Streaming, episode of Not the Podcast You Deserve, where we talk about things that we're streaming currently. Crawford, you want to start us off? What have you been streaming? Uh, well, this weekend, I actually streamed a lot of movies, uh, one of which I think we're going to talk about in the next episode, so I won't, I won't give anything away. Uh, but my wife was out of town, and so I just uh, spent a lot of time watching previews, which is one of my favorite things to do. I'll watch like an hour and a half of previews. Uh, and my wife's like, were you going to watch any of these movies? It's like, no, I think, I think I got the gist. So um, I don't think I knew this about you. I think we've oh, been yeah. friends for 20 years and I didn't know this about you. Yeah. That's how I like pretend like I've seen a lot of movies. I have seen a lot of movies, but then a lot of times people will be like, Oh, you know this one? I'm like, well, I saw the 10 minute preview. So I feel like I'm good. <laughs> yeah. So if you ever really like, did you watch that? Press me on like one plot point and see if I know it. Cause there's like a 50, 50 chance that I was lying to you because I wanted you to like me. Um, <laughs> I'm questioning a lot of things about our friendship now. Yeah, well, go back. Really dig into those pods, people. Try to figure out what movies I hadn't seen. That's my <laughs> challenge to you, listeners. Um, anyway, no, I, I did watch several movies. The first one was uh, Atomic Blonde. I don't know if you guys have seen that or not. Charlie's Theron. I've always said Charlie's Theron. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I think I'm right on that one. I'm going to go ahead and assume you are. Tell me something so, that happens in Atomic Blonde that's not in the trailer. Uh, there's a scars guard in that movie, so Damn. my theory holds up. They're in Didn't freaking know. everything. <laughs> uh, <coughs> uh, but no, it, it was actually really, really good. Um, it's kind of like end of Cold War, East Berlin, West Berlin is falling. Charlie Theron is an MI6 agent who's like kind of rough and does it her own way and not afraid to like kill people to make it happen. Is that more Bond or John Wick? Mm, it, it definitely falls more in the John Wick mm, type of, okay. of feeling. Um, Love that. Yeah. Yeah, and it's pretty nice. Um, and then uh, James McAvoy is in it, and he is great. He plays, like, another spy rogue agent there. And the whole premise is, like, there's this rogue agent somewhere in the mix, but nobody knows exactly who it is. And they're all trying to figure out and the CIA is involved and MI6 is involved and you're trying to figure out who's a communist and they're trying to get people around and people are back, uh, backstabbing each other and betraying each other. And it's, it's a good time. Uh, so I would recommend it. So uh, speaking of somebody else who is great in every movie they're ever in, I watched another movie this weekend called prisoners in the ghost land. And this oh, is starring, 
This is starring Sir Nicolas Cage. Yes. And it is the most Nick Cage. I thought I had seen the most Nick Cage movie. And this is the most Nick Cage movie. Wow. He plays like uh, some kind of outlaw criminal who's like in prison. And this is some kind of like apocalyptic post Badlands type scenario. Mm. And some uh, takes, I think it's actually called Samurai Town. I think is the name <laughs> of the place. And I'm not exaggerating. Incredible. His name is just Hero. He's just known as the hero. Uh, and he gets mm. brought out of prison by the governor to go find his uh, goddaughter or granddaughter or something like that who's been who's been disappeared. And she has he has to go uh, rescue her from this place. And he gets put in a jacket filled with bombs that like he can't take off or he dies. If he doesn't bring her back within five days, he dies. Um, also, there's like bombs strapped to uh, his intimate parts. And if uh, he might get close to a woman, his stuff explodes. And I don't oh. want to give too much away, but that happens. Oh! It happens pretty early. It happens pretty early. And you just deal with that the rest of the movie. He's just walking around, just one nutting it. Uh, and that is weird and it is bad. Wow. That was yeah. where, do I, where do I find this movie? Uh, it's on Apple TV. I had oh, to rent it. Oh, okay. It, it, just, it just came out. It just came out this year. The, the uh, joke I think all... it has, I think it's like two out of five stars in IMDb right now. Nice. The joke has always been that Nicolas Cage will do any movie that you try to pay him for, but it sounds like it's shifted a step further to be like, he is now actively searching out scripts and is just like, I will pay to have this movie made and I will get money from it because I'm in it. It doesn't even have to be a complete script. The characters don't have names. He's hero. There's a governor who's named the governor. Have you seen Willy's Wonderland? No, but this smacks of that yeah he didn't i don't think he has a name in that movie there's plot points that do not make sense character choices like he drinks a soda i don't think it's ever once explained every 15 minutes he drinks a soda like like there's like cues for the watch and then him looking at the watch and then him opening the fridge and then him grabbing a can and then him drinking a can and smashing the can every single time he does it and it happens every 15 minutes in the movie and they never explain why uh has anybody seen pig no, I haven't, but I actually heard it's great. I've heard it's good, but that's the kind of stuff you're getting with Nick Cage. You can't yeah. read a synopsis of his movies and go, well, that's going to be good or bad because <laughs> it doesn't matter. Pig sounds like it should be a wild-ass movie, and apparently it's really good. Uh, Prisoners in the Ghostlands like, checks all the boxes for a Nick Cage film, and it was terrible. Uh, oh, no. But then you've got movies like Mandy and you know, Willie's Wonderland. So it's like, he's yeah. all over the map. It's like, you never know. It's almost more fun that way. You walk into a movie going, this could be one of the best hidden gems of the year, or this could be Drive Angry 2. And <laughs> we really have no way of knowing until I spend $15. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds about right. Drew Allen, what have you been streaming, man? I have streamed mostly Peaky Blinders. I'm taking my time with it, though. I'm trying not to rush through it because I am enjoying it so much. And every two to three days, I have to go back and watch a scene where 
Cillian Murphy confronts Tom Hardy about his son being kidnapped. Spoiler alert for those of y'all who haven't seen season three yet. And I just like to watch Tom Hardy just absolutely chew up the screen. It's the most fun I've watched an actor act. And it's just so beautifully well done. And now I'm on season four, which introduces Adrian Brody. Oh, yeah, he's really good. Yeah, both him and Tom Hardy, like, do this incredible thing when they're acting where it's like even they act in the margins is what I'm going to call it. It sounds educated. I don't know if that's the right term for it, but like even when they don't have lines or like they're they've done with their lines, they will do things in character that are so cool and visceral. And it's like both of them just they really feel how strong their characters are. And they're just incredible powerhouses in that TV show that's already pretty interesting without them. And so I really enjoy them. That's a good point. I think that whole show, I think that the the whole cast does a really good job on not relying on dialogue to convey a point. It's yeah. like the tone is all really great. Like you can tell everybody's body language, like don't mess with those people. That guy's crazy. That chick yeah. is also crazy. Like, yeah. It's just, really the way, just the way Tom Hardy breathes is intimidating. Yeah. It's the scariest thing I've ever seen. How far have you gotten on the Adrian Brody season? Uh, I'm on episode. I I haven't started episode five yet, so I just okay. So you're pretty, episodes. yeah, you're pretty far in. Okay, He's got the thing with the toothpick, right? Doesn't he always have a toothpick in? And uh, I saw that he had a matchstick in his mouth. Matchstick, that's what it is. Yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. He's a good bad. He's a good bad guy. Yeah, I love good bad. I, I I know I've talked about Justified many times on this podcast, but I think they have great bad guys also, and I think that really ties in on TV shows like this where you have a cool kind of anti-hero to have an even badder great villain for him to go Mm -hmm. against i think that's a great dynamic that i really enjoy so i've been enjoying that and then on the total opposite end uh i've also watched the mary poppins sequel with emily blunt (laughs) and the guy from james who plays q in the james bond movies nowadays yeah and lin-manuel miranda and lin-manuel miranda of course how did i get how did i skip him that's not the order I should have <laughs> talked about. The, the guy who played Q is also <laughs> He's great. But I don't think that's how they're listed in the credits. Um, but that was great. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Emily Blunt absolutely crushed it. She's she, phenomenal. She brought it. And that's a risky... That could go very poorly, yeah. very sour, very quickly. And yeah. I think she killed it. The kids did a good job also. I, I, I'm at that age now where I get annoyed by kid actors if they're not good. And I was not annoyed by them. Like, I could have done that better. <laughs> like, totally. My parents just didn't give me an agent. I didn't have headshots. Yeah. That's, where I, that's where I come in with it. Um, I think those are the big ones. If I think of anything else, I'll let you know. It's almost like I should have done research knowing that we're going to do this every week. Uh, real quick, do you, have you guys watched What We Do in the Shadows, the TV show? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've just seen the movie. I, I never watched the TV show. I didn't want it to ruin it for me. Is it it's good? It's so I, good. It's dude, so good. I don't think we've talked about it at all on this podcast, and it's great. It is so good. It, it is maybe better than the movie. It's a, I think it is. Really? I don't think it's close. Yeah. yeah. The Taika Waititi's humor is just in Jermaine Clement. It's, it's just, it's really niche, but like, it's really good. Well, they've only had they've only had ten years to really work on yeah. what made that funny, and then you know have a lot of fame and whatever to and money to pump into a movie and a funny idea they had. It's yeah. really really great. I'm I'm I think they just started season three, a couple episodes into that. I thought that Drew would think that you would really like it if you jump into it. 
Um, then also started Nine Perfect Strangers. I think the finale is actually tomorrow night, Wednesday night. Um, that is a really good show. I really enjoyed that with Nicole Kidman and the guy who played Dracula. Uh, and uh, Melissa McCarthy is actually really good. And she's someone who kind of bothers me usually. Uh, but she's really good in the show. It's really, it's really, really good. It's a thriller, um, comedy, kind of dramedy. When you say the guy who played Dracula, who do you uh, have in mind? Luke Evans? Luke Evans is the one. Thank you. Gary Oldman? <laughs> no, you not, should have had. <laughs> not that one. Although now I kind of feel like I have to look up and make sure that it is Luke Evans because that doesn't sound right. No, it's definitely him. And the first thing that he's known for is Dracula Untold. So I feel like I feel like I won that. Uh, anyways, Nine Perfect Strangers, really good. Enjoyed it. It's on the Hulu. Um, but then, guys, freaking Brooklyn Nine-Nine series <laughs> finale was last week. Did anybody watch it? Oh, uh, no. I didn't I know it was a series that. finale. I didn't know. I didn't know they were over. Yeah. Are they over? It's done. It's, it's finished. I, I wept like a small child watching the, the series finale of Brooklyn Nine-Nine because it was so sudden. I didn't know. But it yeah, kind of makes yeah. sense like with everything. Gone for a while. Well, and everything that's happened the last 12 months, like no one's really wanted to see a show about cops who aren't very good at their job, you know, uh, and that's kind of was their bit the whole time. So, uh, but goodness gracious, that was such a fun eight seasons of, of television. And I wept. I, I love I, that show. Tears down my face. And it was, I was, I was unashamed by it. Where, where did it hit, you know, in comparison to the Scrubs, the real Scrubs series finale? I, I the Scrubs finale was fine. Isn't that the one where they like saw the saw their history like on a projector screen or something? Their future, dang it! Uh huh. Uh-huh. There's the future. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah he walked was... out of the hospital, and literally everybody who's ever been a somewhat important character is there. Mm. He has a moment with them, then he walks out and he sees his future, and then Bill mm. Lawrence takes the screen down, and they have a moment together. And I bet that sounds like it's really touching. I don't know that also, I can go on. I think this has to be over. Also, finally, uh, I finished the Harry Potter franchise. And hey! uh, I, I know I'm 20 years late to this, but that's uh, a really good franchise. Those are really that... good movies. Yeah, I really enjoyed them. I, uh, one question. Can can you try to empathize and like go back in time and uh, the seventh movie, uh, yep. the second to last movie that came out, yep. when that comes out, can you imagine having to wait a year for that so, cathartic ending to come in? That's what I told the people I was watching with my my wife and sister-in-law. I was like, look, I want to watch the last two movies. I want to do it this week, and I want to do it back-to-back. So whenever y'all have got five wow. hours, we're going to carve it out. We're going to do it all in one <laughs> sitting. And we did. Uh, because I was like, I'm not about to wait to figure out Incredible. what's going on here. Yeah. But I really enjoyed those. I know I'm late to the party on that. Those are really good. I do have mm. – and maybe we should do a Harry Potter podcast at some point in time. There you go. uh, Yeah, okay, maybe just leave it for that. I have some questions, and I have some thoughts about things that bothered me. And I'm still trying to figure out if Snape is Harry's father or not. So now that I've finished Harry Potter, uh, what is the next franchise y'all think I should, like, dive into? Because I want to watch, I want to knock, I don't... I've explained to you how you are supposed to enjoy the Fast and Furious franchise. franchise. I was about to say I know you've given it a shot, and if you don't want to jump back into it, that's okay. I do understand, but I feel like go and listen to the 
How Did This Get Made podcast with Adam Scott, where they break mm-hmm. down, I think it's Fast Five and maybe the Fast and Furious Six. Um, but listening to them geek out about how much they enjoy it, I think it's going to help you. And then start with that one, and then you could kind of work your way back as you need to. Okay. Crawford, do you have one? Um, I don't know if you've either of you have done these recently, where you go back and watch some of the old Bond movies. Uh, not all of them aged well. In fact, very few of them did. <laughs> um, Almost like someone on this podcast told you that multiple times. But it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun to go back and watch it and either enjoy some of the, the good highlight ones and then some of them were like, we should turn this off. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I think with the new one coming out, that could be a fun watch. I don't know. It's been delayed for like three years, so maybe it'll never yeah. come out. Marvel movies? Have you seen any Marvel movies? Because they just came out with Shang-Chi and that was pretty... And that's going to do it for this episode of Now Streaming. And uh, you guys hang around for the next episode not the podcast you deserve. We'll be breaking down a scary movie. Ooh, next.